Welcome to the Sisters of Christ podcast. I'm Jeanette Bordeaux, your host. This is the podcast where you can come and have your faith stirred up and be encouraged by sisters like me and other amazing women that we have on the show who share advice and testimonies. Our hope is that you leave here more on fire for Jesus than you were before. Now get ready to be encouraged with today's episode. Hi, and welcome back to the Sisters of Christ podcast. Oh my goodness. First, I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everyone who has DM'd or sent me an email and just shared how this podcast is touching your life. Please continue to do that. It is so encouraging for me. And it also lets me know, okay, these are some episodes I can put more out I can do on these topics and it just helps me know like what's on your heart and how I can support you in your journey with the Lord like that is like my heart is for you to listen to this podcast and have an encounter with God like straight up and like not be the same (laughs) I want him to radically like encounter you um and even in the little things right whatever the encounter looks like I'm happy as long as he's touching your heart so Let's dive in today talking about Good Friday. Oh my goodness. And Resurrection Sunday. So I thought this was the perfect time to release this episode. Um, I've been wanting to do an episode on the gospel, the simple gospel, and taking it through Genesis, you know, unto the cross. So I'm really excited. It's the perfect time. Um, so Good Friday. What is Good Friday? If you do not know what it is, it is the day where jesus was crucified on the cross and you're probably like why the heck is it called good friday because that's what i thought (laughs) i don't know if i'm the only one i was like why is that good um but when i looked it up good friday it at like the etymology which is the study of the uh, origin of words and how they change over history look it up on google um but yes so good friday it comes from the sense pious, holy, the word good. So good Friday is actually holy Friday because what Jesus did on the cross was holy. It was a fulfillment of the, uh, of the old Testament. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that today. Um, because a lot of people know that Jesus died for our sins and the forgiveness of our sins, but I want to just take it a little deeper, um, in that and just look at some scripture today with you guys. Um, because why Jesus had to die at all, um, yes, for the forgiveness of sins, but there's it go it, there's a lot more when we look at scripture and we see that full Genesis to Revelation story. So I may not go all the way to Revelation, but I just want to really hit this point. And so yeah, what the blood did for us, how it washed us clean of our sin, it made a way for us to enter the gates. Um, to get to into the holy place when Jesus died the veil was torn from top to bottom if you know about the temple there is a temple that only the priest could come into his presence and only the uh, only the you know most set aside most holy him without sin priest could come into the holy presence of of God. And if he had sin on him, he died. (laughs) This is like serious. Like you better know you are clean before you go into the presence of God. And this is what Jesus did for us. 
that when he died, he gave us his blood that forgave all our sins. He washed us clean once and for all so that we could go into the holiest of holies. That means we can go before God that knowing in our hearts that we are clean and pure in his sight because we've been washed by the blood of Jesus. Amen. So that is what Jesus' sacrifice did for us. We have this Old Testament picture, the priest going into the temple. You know, he's making these animal sacrifices. He's, you know, consecrating himself to not, you know, eat certain things or have women or whatever so that he can be prepared for this moment. And Jesus does it in an instant because this is all God's plan from the beginning is that he, while we were cut off from his presence through sin because God is so holy, he cannot be close to sin. He loved us, John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever so believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That is God's redemption plan. He wanted to have be with us forever because when we say everlasting life, we're like, I think that part just really gets taken for granted. And I know I've done that too. You know, you hear John 3, 16 so many times. You're like, okay, great. God loves me. Jesus died for me. Awesome. But there's something about when we sit with scripture, we meditate with scripture, that it comes alive in our hearts. It reawakens things in our hearts that, oh, that just need to be awakened and need to we need to see the gravity of the goodness of God, you know? And that's only in those moments where we meditate on what he did for us and how Jesus died for us. And yesterday I went to a Good Friday um, service at my church. And that's basically what we did for an hour and a half. We just sang songs about the blood of Jesus and his sacrifice and how he made a way where there was no way back to the Father. And it was so intimate and so deep and so real and so personal. We think about it, I think, sometimes in this very corporate way, but I think the Lord just wants you to know how personal it is, how personal he he looked at your sin. He looked at your life. He knew you before you were ever born. He knew every single sin that you would commit when he went on that cross. He knew you. He was thinking of you. You, not, you know, Billy down the street, not the alcoholic you may know, not the person struggling in sin, not any of that. He knew you. And he knew everything that you would do in your life. And he's like, that's worth it. That's worth it. You're worth it. You matter. I love you. Here's how I'm going to show you I love you. And I think this is important. He showed what love looked like. Sacrificial love. And I remember this sermon um, that my church did. And the pastor was talking about. He's like, love looks like something. And if we are to be love and give love to others, love one another as we love ourselves, you know, the highest commandment, love your neighbor as yourself, love one another. It's like we need to follow the one who gave the best example of that love, which was Jesus. And it was a sacrificial love. 
sacrificial love. It was a painful love. He endured pain. He endured things that he did not want to endure so that we could be set free, that we could have everlasting life. Kind of went on a tangent there. Let's get back to the everlasting life. <laughs> but that's what I mean. This, this is just so heart captivating when you take the moment to be with him and let him, yeah, just take in the goodness of God through Jesus' sacrifice. So let's talk about this everlasting life. So what does everlasting life mean? Does that mean, oh, we're just going to be joyful all the time and happy all the time? And yes, we have joy. Yes, we have peace. Yes, we have these things through the Holy Spirit that lives in us that was given up by Jesus on the cross. In Matthew 27, 50, it says, he gave up his spirit. He gave up the ghost talking about the Holy Spirit. So he died, he washed us clean, and so that we could enter the holy place in the presence of God freely, no condemnation, no shame, just freely enters into his presence. These are things that people have been waiting for all through the Old Testament, you know, it's all they wanted to be that, that intimacy, that closeness again with God. So he secures closeness and intimacy and cleanliness that we are holy and pure and that he doesn't ever remember our sins anymore. And he also gave up his spirit, the Holy Spirit that now lives within us when we receive Christ so that we can bear fruit and fruit that lasts. Amen. He also secured a future for us. You know that Jeremiah 29 11, um, the prophet's talking to the city and that time that is going through turmoil and slavery. And he's like, there's a hope and a future for you. Speaking life. Prophetic is about speaking life. And it points to Jesus. And that's exactly what that scripture did. It pointed to the the truth of Jesus that Jesus gives up a, gives us a hope and a future because when we receive him we have everlasting life or eternal life that means that when we die that means if when our physical bodies die that we actually just go to heaven and we get to be with him <laughs> so we never have to fear death again in John 11 it also says and everyone living and believing in me shall never die so what he's saying is that even when our physical bodies die, we continue to live on in heaven so that we are never, we never have to worry about death because Jesus, when he died, this is another important piece. Yes, he died on the cross. Yes, he purchased us because that's the thing. He also, when he died, he also purchased, you know, your, this everlasting life, this, this life that we have in him he purchased us so that means we belong to jesus that means our life is not our own and when our life is not our own we don't have to make all the decisions we don't have to provide we don't have to say how am i gonna do this for myself we are not alone in the things that we're doing even the things that we're doing for the lord you're like oh i gotta do this for the lord no not by mind not by power but by his spirit so now that we belong to god we are the children of god so he purchased you on the cross you are his and it's a joy to be his to not have to 
provide for yourself, to not have to strive anymore to be that perfect Christian, that perfect, you know, person, to not have to sacrifice animals every time you sin or make a mistake, but that you belong to Jesus who purchased you and washed away your sins. Come on, that is a reason to celebrate today. Give the Lord some praise right now. Shout for joy. Yes, that is the message of the cross. That is the message of the gospel. This is what Jesus did for us. The Sunday after he rose again. (laughs) He rose again. He rose again. That is the picture. That is the promise. He said, I will, you know, tear down this temple and I will raise it up again. He was talking about himself, himself. Yes. And he said, when he said, I am the resurrection life, I am the resurrection life. That's what he meant. Holy spirit resurrected Christ so that he conquered death. And it is a picture of what we do whenever we receive Christ, we die. Our old nature dies and we become a new creation. As 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. That is the picture. That is what the spiritual reality of when we receive Jesus. We die. Our old self is crucified on that cross with him. Our old nature died on the cross with him he took it with him that sin that shame that condemnation he took it with him on the cross and then he rose again by the spirit of god that is what our reality as christians we as soon as we receive jesus we become alive again in the spirit so we have the holy spirit so we have a new nature so that we are a new creation in christ that the old has passed away and the new is here that is the reality of the gospels take time to spend in the scripture and just meditate and worship and be fully just fully embrace this reality and if this is not currently like your reality maybe you don't know jesus maybe you are hearing about this and you're like whoa this is what jesus did for me oh my gosh beloved 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 oh come 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 you whatever you think is disqualifying you to the cross guess what jesus already qualified you there's nothing it's, he says in the word, it's like our, our works are filthy rags to him, meaning that we could never be good enough to match up or, you know, do enough to earn, earn, right? Earn the salvation. He freely gave it. It's a gift. So come receive this gift that the Lord wants to give you. He makes you righteous. He cleanses you of your sin. You don't have to figure it out. Just come. He says, just come, (laughs) just come, just come. I got it. I love you. Just receive him today. So if you've never received Jesus into your life and you're like, I don't even know how to do that. Let's pray right now. And you're going to receive him by faith. Pray with me. Just repeat after me, Lord. Oh, Jesus, 
I love you. Come and cleanse me of all of my sin and my unrighteousness. I believe that you died on the cross. I believe that you purchased me. I believe that you have more for me. I believe that you are the Son of God. Forgive me of my sins, Lord. I'm sorry. And I want you to be Lord of my life. Come live in my heart, Lord. Amen. Yeah, and if you pray that prayer, you are a new creation in Christ. The old has passed away and the new is here. Celebrate, 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 celebrate. This is a new day for you, a new beginning for you, a new start into a deeper relationship with God. This is where it starts. It starts with salvation. It starts with his sacrificial love. It starts with, I love you. That's where the relationship starts and it gets better and better and better and better. So yes, yeah, send me a DM and if you're, you know, just receive the Lord, just read John, the book of John. It will, you know, confirm a lot of the things that I'm saying in this podcast. Um, so yeah, just bless all of you. Happy Resurrection Sunday. Have a blessed, rejoiceful day. And if you feel led, tell someone, you know, hey, Jesus loves you. Jesus died for you. Jesus made a way for you to enter to his holy place. All right, bless you guys.